Hey, what is up, everybody? What the show? Sponsor time. It's like stepping time for Mary Poppins, but with sponsors. Uh, this week's show is brought to you by my boy Ian from Pixie Planners. Man, for three months, I've been telling you guys about this. If you haven't booked a vacation with him yet, what the heck are you waiting for? Ian is Disney, Universal, Disney Cruise Lines, all the fun, all the sun, all the things you want. And I'm telling you, like, you better get there before me because if you don't, there not, may not be any magic left because I'm telling you, we're going to go. So you need to check out my boy Ian through Pixie Planners. His information is in the description of this episode and, like, every episode for the last three months. Show is also brought to you by my friend Stephanie from CourageousLivingToday.com. Stephanie, who who is Stephanie? Golly, that's a great question. I think I'll answer for you. Stephanie is like a women's transition empowerment coach. She's, you know, it, whatever transition you're going through, if you're going through, uh, God forbid, a divorce or a separation or some big life change, a promotion, anything where you're like, what the heck is the next move here? She's the one you want. Uh, she's got tons of experience in it with this stuff. And I'll tell you what, she's lived through some of it. So, you know. Life is the best teacher in some examples, and so I'm telling you, you want to check her out. Check out her website. She's got some awesome blogs over there, too. She's doing a lot of cool stuff, so please check out my pal Stephanie. Her info is also in the description of this episode. Lastly, but not leastly, my boy Todd and Rise Nutrition. Folks, here's the dill pickle. If you are local to Kansas City and you have not checked out Rise Nutrition on Barry Road, you're missing out. Um, there's a lot of stuff about Rise, I could tell you. A lot of it's in the description of the episode, but what I'm going to tell you is firsthand experience. I told you guys last time legitimately fueled this show for the last six months um it, it's just amazing what they do there and it's the best example i can give you it's like it's like cheers for people who don't want to be fat um it's cheers for people who care about their health it's cheers for people who want a little extra boost energy who want to have guilty mouth pleasure without the negative body results um they man the shakes they've got there trust it like it is like dessert. It's amazing. Um, I'm a rise and shine guy. Like I'm a rising. Here's the other thing. I got to tell you this. This is a true story. Every time I go into rise, if Todd is working, he will see me walking in from the parking lot. And before Jess and I get two steps in the door, like our drinks are halfway made. Like he's got this crazy drink mixology memory of the customers. Like he knows what you want um, on a lot of levels. So please check out rise. Uh, my boy, Todd. All the show was also brought to you by TravisCrutcher.com. I almost forgot about that guy, but he's unforgettable. Um, so please check that out. All all the episodes are there. You can get links to sponsorship stuff. You can get links to hire me to come take time out of your day and speak words at your face. Uh, keynote stuff there. You can check out Hire Me as a Coach if you want, because that's a lot of fun and my jam. So please check out TravisCrutcher.com. And finally, the tongue twister of the day. Check out TeamHopeLifters.com. I got it. I nailed it this time, and I'm super proud of me. Uh, that's Jess's space on the webs, interwebs, the dot-coms. So please check that out. Same stuff over there, but a little bit different. Um, if you guys don't know what Jess is about, she's about fitness and lifting your daggone hope high and tight. So get over there and check her out. She's also got some awesome keynotes she can come deliver. She's got some workshops up her sleeve. So go over to TeamHopeLifters.com and check that out. Finally, it is time to get to today's topic. Uh, today, the episode title is Triggered. Um, there's some algorithm love there, and also a good chance you might be. But just listen, and we're going to bring it back around, and we're going to caress those last three feelings you've got, okay? So please listen to the episode all the way through before you start sending nasty grams to the show. I mean, I don't care if you do. Like, I'll just, you know, send an inappropriate gif back. It's not a big deal. But listen to the whole episode, all right? This is a challenge to you guys. And and you should take it seriously because it's your life. All right. So please check it out. Listen to the show. Hope you guys enjoy it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Discovery. Going throttle up. Nice to be 
in orbit. Hey, hey, and we're live. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for this uh, episode today. I've been thinking about this one for months. <laughs> just <We're> waiting. T- <laughs> that means put your seatbelts on. Buckle up. Put your socks on, Leo. Um, yeah, I've been waiting on this one for months, and, it, you know, I've really gotten an opportunity to... It, this is release the Kraken, man. This is, like... <laughs> And it's good. And if you have listened to some of the episodes, some of this shit, you'll be like, oh, yep, he has been gearing up. Like, you've been, <laughs> I've been like the crack pusher, like, just giving you a little taste oh. of some of this stuff. <laughs> and now it's time for, like, the dime bag, right? Full eight ball, we're going. Um, wow. References. <laughs> Google it, kids. Don't, though. All right, so check it out. The episode has got a description about the time of year, and it's trite and cliche, and everyone in every business on the planet uses New Year's and resolutions and all this to, like, gain engagement, yada, yada, right? Right. That's a Seinfeld thing, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Um, <laughs> and we are the Seinfeld of podcasting, according to Brad Dempsey. That's true. So there you go. Check out Brad Dempsey and my boy Maeve on uh, Mindset Sports, by the way. <laughs> um, and so here's the deal. It's it's bullshit, and Uh-oh. I'll tell you why. Um <laughs> That's yeah. It's gonna be a a rich episode. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I feel like maybe I can just sit back for this one. I've got listen. some words lined up. I've got some words. Um, here's why, and it's in the description. Sixty five percent, sixty five percent of people last year failed to uphold their resolutions. Yeah. Okay. And this is where I get to start using some of my favorite verbiage on the planet. Yeah. Things like quantitative analysis. Mm. Uh, root cause analysis ooh <laughs> shit son uh and then you know i'll even i'll even toss in inculcate oh which is actually oh. i'll even inculcate inculcate <laughs> yeah check that out um so here's the tea sis yes. i'm gonna jump right right to the punchline on this one it's your own fucking fault oh okay <laughs> so here's the deal Everyone, everyone's got, and here's the, it's not just New Year's resolutions, man. Like I'm using that as a a springboard, like every other marketing guru on the planet. Yeah. I'm, it's not just that it's anything that you espouse to want. Yeah. Right. Right. I want this thing or I want that thing. And everyone says they want, they want, they want, but no one wants to do the fucking work to get it. Yeah. And the reason it fails, it's not, it is not anything else besides you, boo. You are the problem. (laughs) We talked about this before. Like maybe you're the problem, but this is going to be so much more pointed. And I, here's the deal. I was going to call this episode Unleash the Butt Hurt, okay? <laughs> but I thought because of algorithms, triggered would work better because right. it's a trending keyword like all the time. Um, so I cheated. But I want you to get triggered. I want you to get pissed off at what I have to say. And I don't want you to direct it at me, okay? Do what I do. Here's, here's why I'm immune to this process, okay? <laughs> My last three remaining feelings mm-hmm. are locked inside of a fireproof box, buried on a deserted island somewhere, okay? <laughs> Even I don't have access to it. You them. don't have the coordinates. <laughs> so when I do what this takes to work through, it doesn't affect me. I don't get butt hurt. I don't get all, oh, poor me, I suck, okay? I take a really aggressive, introspective look on why shit's not working, mm-hmm. and I fucking fix it. Okay. I don't wait for permission. I don't wait for a sign from above. I start doing analysis immediately and say, what can I do to improve this? Right. Right. And this is where people (laughs) suck at it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, from, from my perspective, when you're, when you're saying these things, it's like, oh yeah. When you're looking through your, you know, doing your analysis and it's like, well, that was my fault and that was my fault. I dropped the ball there and I, I got lazy on this thing or 
or whatever, I lost sight of the goal, it it is really easy to just kind of curl up inside and be like, okay, well, maybe I need to rethink everything. And I think if you're a feelings person, if you haven't put yours on a desert island someplace... We had a saying for feelings in the military, <laughs> but I won't get into it. There's t-shirts. <laughs> It's okay to feel that, but you can't stay there because that's not moving you anywhere. Right. So, you know, you, you can't just bury everything for, for most people. Most people have to acknowledge uh, that something is hurting. talk the feelings piece. And, I, you know, I, I'm not saying don't have them. Right. I mean, you're, no, probably, you're probably stuck with a couple. Um, <laughs> but I actually was having a conversation with someone earlier today. And it was I think it was in a comment thread or something like that about feelings. And it was like, you know, they're, they're great indicators. Yeah. They're terrible action items. Yes. Um, they're great indicators that you need to do something, right. but they're not the thing you need to action. Okay. Because right. feelings or emotional emotions typically don't lead to the best case scenario. Right. Okay? Right. Well, and I mean, when you think about when you've made emotional knee-jerk responses, right. typically you have to go back and and do some sort of damage control. <laughs> and, and I think the feelings is a great, because here's the deal. I pro, I'll do it now just so it's not a... <laughs> You suck at life episode, okay? okay? Like, just own that. We all do. It's right. fine. It's the human condition. Right. Uh, it's hard. There's gravity and shit. Right. But, so like, feelings are a good segue into that, though. Yeah. Because feelings will, will make you get stuck in something. Like, right. oh, I suck at everything, and so I'm not going to do it. And that that's where the resolution piece fails, right? Because the resolution is like, I've decided I'm going to do this. Right. Man, you decide you're going to get up at 6 this morning, but that alarm went off and you hit snooze, motherfucker, so I don't want to hear it. Right, right. And so that's why we talked about this last year. Um, the verbiage needs to switch. If you want to make it happen, Captain, you need to change it from resolution, which is something that you already gave yourself a pass to fuck up. Right. And right. The, the verbiage that we like to use yeah. is revolution. Right. And so by definition... A revolution is a violent overthrow of the past yes. to pursue something new. Right, right. And I think even when you look it up, it's like to turn away from. Right. I mean, you're you're not even going in the same direction. So when you want to make these big changes, it really does take a revolution. And it's not just a revolution physically. It's of your mind, of your heart, sure. of your spirit, of your thoughts. You know, it's, it's all the things that it takes in a person to do something. And, you know, the verbiage, violent overthrow, that's my love language. Right. Um, but I, I want to key on that for a moment because people are like, whoa, violence, relax. No, no, no. Here's the thing. It's, you need to look at the the cruxes of your failure, the, the nasty, negative, dumb shit you tell yourself, the excuses you give yourself to be substandard, the things that you allow yourself a pass on where you know you could push harder. You need to look at those with such fucking disdain that you want to violently overthrow them. That it's it's a part of you that you know you don't need that you know is holding you back and get it gone. Yeah, or if it's coming from an outside force towards you, punch their beard off. Right, it is. It's a violent overthrow of those words in your direction. You know, exactly. Your <laughs> your SWAT shield needs to come out. Right. And it just needs to bounce off, and you need to have that revolution. And go a new direction. I mean, let's let's use low-hanging fruit as an analogy, right? Because everyone's expecting me to go into entrepreneurship. <laughs> not going to do it. I might, but not right now. Um, but to start, like, this is one that you've heard a bajillion times, right? And it's it's everyone's thing is, I'm going to get more healthy this year. This is the year I'm going to get back to the gym. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Here's the thing. All you're doing is fucking it up for the rest of us for the first three or four days of the year. Okay? <laughs> you're not you're not real. You're not real. And I'm not saying that to hurt your feelings. I'm just saying that to be honest. <laughs> you said, I'm going to do this because it sounded cool and it was a great idea and you know you need to do it. Right. But you have got not the fucking balls to get up every morning and do it. It's not that you lack the ability to do it. Right. It's that you haven't violently overthrown the things holding you back from that. Right. And I think the other thing, too, is to violently overthrow whatever it is. You need to be specific. So saying, I want to get in shape this year. I want to eat healthy this year. Yes. I want to get organized this year. Those are such big, broad umbrella right. things. You can, you kind of go, you know, you dust your hands off and you're like, okay, I made my decision. You, you see this, what you're dangling right now? <laughs> it's the back planting carrot and you're going to get me excited. <laughs> but, you know, you dust your hands off and you're like, okay, that's good enough. I decide I'm going to get healthy. I bought some salads at the grocery right. store. My gym membership is ready to go. Kale sucks. And <laughs> and I went to Walmart and I bought every organizing bin I could find. Right. <laughs> like, we went to Whole Foods. It was right. liberating. Right. And that, that and, it seems cool. Right. And it's it's a great start point except for the fact that it's so broad. Right. You really need to make specific goals. Like, like laser fucking focused. Right. Because here, and here's the thing, and I, this isn't supposed to be braggadocious or any of that shit, but it is a, it is an example of what we're talking about. So at the end of last year, right. um, we were in the top 10% in the world for yes. the show. And 2021, I set a fucking goal. It wasn't yeah. like a pipe dream. It wasn't, oh, golly, I wish. Right. It was, I have a goal right. for the show to be in the top 5% before the end of 2021. That was a goal. And I didn't go, all right, universe, you heard me. Make it happen. <laughs> right. No, Travis got off his ass and made it happen. Right. I marketed. I reached out. I made connections. I, you know, all the things you can do to make a show successful and before we hit June, we were in 5%. Right. And now we're like inching. We're like danger close. We're going to be in 1% before the end of the year. Yeah. Like not even close to where I started. Way beyond the goal I set for myself, but because I was very specific with what I wanted. And I did the things to make that thing happen. And so when it, we'll take it back to fitness. If you go, I want to lose five pounds. I'd say, stop that. Numbers are stupid. The scale's lame. Right. But if you said, I want to be able to, you know, bench press 185. Right. Okay. I want, I want to do 10 push-ups. Sure. I want to, you know, I want to... <laughs> Is 185 going too hard? <laughs> no, I, well, it depends on where you're starting. Man, if you work that way, 220, we don't need to talk. No. Um, well, I guess I'll be going. <laughs> see ya. No. But yes, you know, you want to hit a certain target, right. 10 push-ups unassisted. Right. That's the thing is it, it needs to be measurable yes. more than what, you know, when you're talking fitness, more than what the scale says. It When you're talking, you know, business, it needs to be more than maybe even what the bank account says, maybe more than what, right. you know, likes are coming in, maybe more, you know, there's... There needs to be a whole checks and balance system that you put in place so that you can really see where your improvement is right. coming. Right, exactly. And that, you know, scales are dumb, mirrors are your only litmus test if it's working or not. <laughs> right. Um, but when you have those very specific goals, here's what you've done. If you know, let's use push-ups for an example because that's low-hanging fruit. Like all, all of my old tribe will get this one. <laughs> if you need to hit X amount of push-ups, right. you know you want to hit this many repetitions in this amount of time. And you start working towards that goal. Guess what you've just done? You've built the framework for success to take you beyond that goal. Right. Just like with the show. Exactly. I was going after 5%. I had built the framework to success to go beyond that. And so if you're targeted and very specific about these goals, then then you have a much greater chance of succeeding right. rather than saying, big, broad stroke, I, I want right. 
I want to rival Joe Rogan. Yeah, who the fuck doesn't? Right. But but you've put you can't in... <laughs> get there tomorrow. And if you make that your goal, it you create overwhelm for yourself. Yes, exactly. And and when you say you know whether it's push-ups or top whatever percent or whatever it is, you are creating a system for yourself that you can do again. Right now, when I get to ten push-ups, I'm going to redo that whole process, and I'm going to get to twenty and thirty and beyond. Right. And same thing in the business world, in relationships, in parenting. Put in place some systems so that you have repeatable success. Yes, 100%. So here's the other things. And I don't want to... I'm like, make a great plan and you'll be successful. Sure, until you tap out on it. Right. Okay? Here's the thing. Working out is a great analogy. We'll just roll with that <laughs> yeah. one. Um, once you start for the first time in a long time, a couple things to keep in mind. Atrophy sucks. <laughs> And it happens really quick. And if it's been six, seven months since you even met a guy named Jim, you're in a lot of fucking trouble. Okay. <laughs> right. And by the third day of doing this, your body's going to be angry with you. Yeah. Yeah. The third day. Thursday is actually the day that people stop showing up. Right. Because they hurt. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you make it past that. Right. That's your first goal, dude. Yes. So don't tap the first time it gets difficult, man. How many times, like, I'm I'm a numbers geek. You guys, if you know me at all, you know, like, I'm an analytics nerd. Yeah. I get deep in the weeds on this shit. There were so many times where, like, the, the show didn't move. Everything else is going great. The right. listeners are up. The shares, all the things. Right. And the percentage doesn't move. I'm like, God damn it. And I could have gotten stuck there. Right. And be like, well, it's not working. No, it is working. Sometimes you just got to stay the course, man. Right. Sometimes you just got to keep showing up. Right. There is some level of patience and consistency in the system that has to be in place. Otherwise, you're not giving yourself... You're, if you're talking about working out, you're not giving your body a chance to respond. If right. you're talking about business, you're not giving a chance for people to consume what you're creating. Exactly. It, it's So, here's the human element, right? We talked about how, like... I'm, I'm going to just say it. You're, like, 99% to blame if your shit fails, okay? <laughs> um, because what what people want to do is they go, well, so-and-so did this, and they did that, and it's that, they're why I didn't win. No, you're the reason you didn't win. And it's not because you suck. It's because you didn't see something right or you didn't intentionally plan. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to get too deep into it because I can go. <laughs> well, there's there's nothing wrong with but, that, But though. there's a, a flip to it. Yeah. And it's something that we've talked about before, and I think it is insanely important. And I'm going to use the show as an example again because we were in a, a, a thing after Next Level Speaker. We were doing a, 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 re, a relink up kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. all the people who went were meeting up to go over some content and whatnot. And it, we were talking about next steps, next goals, and all this stuff. Right. And I think I mentioned in the chat, like, I want to hit top 0.5% in the first quarter, like by April, right? Yeah. And Ari just straight challenged me. She's like, <laughs> why not? Or I think I said by the end of next year. By the end of next and year. And she's like, why not April? I'm right. like, fuck yeah, why not April? <laughs> and so that's that's using people to your, to your benefit. And yeah. we talked about this before. Like, it matters. It fucking matters who you've got around you. Yeah. And I'm not talking about cheerleaders that say, yay, you can do it. No shit. I know that. I need someone who can, like, challenge me. Who can say, no, dude, raise the bar. Like, right. you're not pushing hard enough. Who can pull my card and say, you need to push harder. Right. And that's, that is the biggest thing. You don't want someone to Debbie Downer you. Right. To say you're right. going to fail. You want someone to say you can succeed bigger than that. Absolutely. And and the accountability piece that happens when you find someone who's like, oh, no, you can do better. Then you kind of automatically feel beholden to that person to, like, check in with them. Like, Trust hey, it, dude. Just so you know, I was working on the book. Or just so you know, I was, <laughs> you know, whatever whatever it is. It's It's hilarious that you say that because I was in a... 
a breakout room last week, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, or the week before Christmas, whatever it was. And my boy Joe Van Hackey was in there, mm-hmm. and we were talking through some stuff, and someone was talking about accountability. And I was like, I'm your Huckleberry, dude. <laughs> I was like, and I said, Joe, vouch me on this one, brother. Like, if you say I'm going to have thing published on day X, yeah. I'm like, I'm reaching out to your ass, like, Three or four days before that. And he was like, trust it, man. He goes, that's why I published that it was done like a week out. So I didn't have you blow up my inbox. And it's not because I'm trying to gig you. It's because I want you to win, man. I right. I love people and I love people succeeding. Right. And it's also a form of encouragement and cheering somebody right. on while holding their feet to the fire to something that they said they wanted to do. And if you've got people in your periphery, like in your orbit, who you know are aggressively going after these targeted goals, they're having a revolution in their life where they're right. going after big things. And you're the one that they check in with or you're pulling their card and saying, hey, man, what's up with that? Then the second piece of that is you need to be ready to go. Well, what's the problem? What's the disconnect? What can I help with? Right. Right. Let's let's vet some of those excuses or some of those reasons that you feel like it's not happening and really talk through, you know, some problem solving strategies to get over that hump. Right. And so that's really the last little direction I want to take this. And I think it'll end us on a high note um, (laughs) since we're. We're a little far removed from the the gloom and doom at this top. It's okay. We're making it better. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I really want to key in on, and I'll use the revolution thing one more time. Mm-hmm. Like if we look back in human history, right. right, from I am Spartacus to the American Revolution, yeah. it wasn't one person that made it happen, right. okay? It was a network of people that banded together to achieve these goals in tandem, right? right? right. And so like... You had all the founding fathers who all had their different objectives, the different things they wanted to see the country become, but they knew they couldn't do it on their own. And so you had like T. Jefferson be like, hey, George, what's up, cat? You good? We good? <laughs> right. How's, how are we doing on the war? He's how like, hi, doing? fuck. I got it, man. I got it. I got it. Right. He's like, if you need me to wreck shop, because Thomas Jefferson was a gangster. <laughs> That's right. Um, but they worked together. And yes. so your network matters. Right. It matters massively to you winning. Yes, definitely. I mean, the... On on the, you know, raising raising the home side, it's you know they talk about it takes a village to raise children, and the reality is is it does take a village because you need outside people to pour into your kids and help them unlock gifts that they don't know that they have or they wouldn't have the opportunity to find otherwise. So you know, you need to find other people who help you unlock your right. gifts, who help you raise up people and a, an army to go do what your cause is about. And that's, you know, you see it in little pockets on the planet, right? Um, I don't know. I guess this would be my last, like, challenge to anyone who hears this. Like, find a network. Find a tribe. Find a bunch of people who are swimming upstream with you, man. Yeah. And, like, I'm telling you, like, I, I am surrounded by... It, it's humbling, the cool fucking people that are around me. Like, yeah. on a daily basis, the people that I'm in networks with are just phenomenal humans. Mm -hmm. Like they are, they are earth changing individuals and that's, that's what they want to do. It's not that they, they live their life and hope to No, they have set a goal to go change the world and make it better. And so find that group of people and like, man, do, do your own revolution. Right. Right. And I think, I mean, that, that happens. You, you have ended up in the position you've ended up in with this amazing community because you were ready to give them anything that you knew had experienced, you know, trust it, man. Like could, that's what it's all about with. You gave it freely and people gave back freely. And I think that's, that's one of the things where I feel like just in the world today as kind of a side tangent, like we're all real guarded 
with what we have and what we know right. and where we're going because there is a lot of negativity and there are a lot of hurt feelings that come when you share something There's you're excited that word about. Again, the F word. <laughs> Dropping the F bomb. Feelings. <laughs> Yikes. But, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still do it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I know it was a weird roller coaster of a show. <laughs> and I will tell you guys right now, I did not get nearly as aggressive as I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I felt like that was I reeled it back in really quickly because I'm like, we're going to lose them. Um, <laughs> but but it's true, man. Like, just just knock it off. Yeah. Just Don't knock it off. Don't be your own worst enemy. Right. Don't be your own biggest stumbling block. I, look, I had a conversation with a, a close friend. It was just a quick back and forth. And, and I'll say it here on the show, like been a great year for us yeah and i know i've been sandbagging <laughs> like i know i have been yeah i know i can push harder i know i can do more i know that that i've been i've been on cruise control man yeah. and it's like and i get it there's stages where like sometimes it's time to chill right i think but you have and that i think it's the one of the things too that i would say is that you know everyone's kind of in a season of life and so you may not recognize your season in someone else so you don't necessarily there's not really any room to judge, but there is room to encourage and, you know, be accountable and support people because it, it, for us, I think it was a season of immense growth, sure. immense trial and error, yeah. you know, just a lot of feeling it all out. Plus, you know, really this is the first time in your life you've had the freedom to say, I'm not going to do any work today right? or I'm going to spend, you know, all day working and, and be in an environment that you enjoy. <laughs> you know? and, but, and so this, the season of life that we were in kind of, it was exactly what it needed to be. And we were very accepting of this is where we are and this is what we're right. trying. And, and I would say to other people, evaluate the season of life sure. here and don't, don't try to force yourself into someone else's season right. because you're not there. Some That's that whole seasons, comparison nonsense, right. and I hate it. And, and some seasons are behind-the-scenes seasons, but and some of them are get out in front and do as it. Say, at the same time, what, what you need to be is objective enough to look at what you're doing right. and realize, can you do more? Yes. And I'm, I'm really good at that. Like, I'm an introspective <laughs> dude. I, I, we talked about my, my self-talk when I lift. Like, right. it's not pretty. Um <laughs> But then when I said that to this person who I've intentionally built a connection with, right. he was like, hell yeah, let's roll. Yeah. Like, that's exactly the right answer. Right. That's exactly the right answer. Yeah. And so, you know, be objective with yourself. Introspectively say, can I do it? Don't let yourself slip because it's easy. It is easy to slip. And then surround yourself with a network of people who are ready to fucking do this revolution with you, man. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. uh, if it were easy, everyone would do it. So don't don't get in your own way. That's I want hard. I want 100% of the people who hear this to not be the 65% who don't do it. Absolutely. All right. I yeah. hope you guys enjoy the show, <laughs> and we will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks. There you have it. That was the show. Like I said at the top, you had to listen to the whole thing before you got on your jump to conclusions, Matt, and started jumping to conclusions. Like, I'm not all the time, all the way a dick, all the way. Uh, I just start there, you know? I'm, I'm like a... Never mind. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you took something away from it. Like, I, I say it all the time, but man, last year I said this is the year. And trust me, it was. And this year I am I am saying it is going to be bigger and better than last year. And if you don't want that for yourself, damn it, I don't know what the hell to do for you. Because you should want every year to be your best year. And I want that for you guys. So whatever it is holding you back, give it a violent overthrow, right? 
create a revolution in your life so you can go after those goals and objectives create a network around you that's going to support you and push you to do more and go further than you ever thought you could and just kick 2022 in the ass hope you guys enjoyed it and we will talk to you next year